Um, there are a lot of conversations to be had about aspects of the budget. And for people who are on social grants, whether those are the um, the old age grants, the child care grants, the social relief of distress grants, I very much doubt that they would have been greeting the news with any kind of whoops of jubilation. Yes, there is an increase. For example, the old age grant, the pension grant, is, goes up by 90 rand as of the 1st of April and then by another 10 rand on the 1st of October. Social relief of distress grant remains unchanged at 350 rand, although we were told by the finance minister that conversations are ongoing to see how the country can afford some kind of basic income grant. Mark Haywood, editor of the Maverick Citizen, on the line to us. Now, Mark, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John, and nice to speak to you. Did you see anything in the budget which had you nodding in approval when it comes to this particular area? John, I I wish I could say yes, but I'm afraid the answer is a resounding no. And I think you've given quite a lot of the reasons already. You know, you just take the social relief of distress grant. Now, remember, the social relief of distress grant was introduced in 2020 to mitigate against the COVID pandemic, the loss of jobs, the loss of livelihoods, etc. It has sat at 350 rand now going into its third year. There are millions and millions of people who depend on that grant literally to to live and to eat. Whilst it has stayed at 350 rand a month, the numbers of people who have been eligible to it has dropped by 3 million, largely because the Treasury has made it more difficult to get onto it. Food price inflation has soared to 14%. And so I'm afraid, and I think a lot of people are afraid that, you know, failing to recognize just how desperate the plight of the poor in this country is is a recipe for social unrest at some point in future. And if it's not a recipe for social unrest, it is just going to disadvantage generations of poor South Africans because kids, for example, are malnourished and this is affecting, this will affect their intellectual and physical development for decades to come. The Treasury would say that the reason why fewer people are getting it, because those who don't deserve it, who don't qualify for it, have been weeded out of the system. So they'll try and put that positive spin on it. But, you know, it it is, as various commentators have been saying for a while now, yes, 350 rand is marginally better than nothing, but it's, you know, only roughly 50% of the absolute bottom line of what are described as as poverty levels in in the literature. But, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how much one must be encouraged by the fact that we told conversations are still going. And I mean, look, I mean, we must also acknowledge that there are a lot of people who say that welfare grants are the wrong way to go. Need to give people jobs. Don't give them welfare grants. Uh, I, that's, that's not a position I share. Um, but, you know, the, the government still seems committed. Half-heartedly, wholeheartedly, I don't know, to the idea of supporting people more than they're being supported at the moment, as we hope the economy grows and jobs start to become available. Look, I don't think they are committed. That's my my belief and my analysis. They've been holding out this promise. This is probably the second year now. And poor people can't eat these conversations, are ongoing promises because their needs are immediate. 
Now, you're quite right, John. You know, in an ideal world, anybody, and poor people particularly, would prefer jobs to grants. It would give them more money, it would give them more dignity, it would give them more opportunity. But there is not going to be the sudden appearance of millions of jobs in our country. Even if we get rapid growth, there will still be millions of people without jobs, because even in the most developed countries in the world today, unemployment and youth unemployment in particular is a permanent feature of life. And that is why, you know, very serious researchers, people like Hein Murray, who you probably know, you know, who are serious academics, have have developed ideas and done the research to show that things like a basic income grant shouldn't be seen as charity, but a necessity in the 21st century and a way of growing economies and a way of equalizing people in, in, in jobless environments. And it seems like our government just can't bite the bullet of modernity. It can find uh, money to, to, to continue things, which I think are frankly still frivolous, but it can't find money necessary for people's basic dignity. And the last thing I'd say, and I'm sorry to give you a mouthful on this, but is, you know, this isn't really just a choice of government. Our constitution, and we all constantly say the constitution is our supreme law, says that government must act to advance people's dignity. It says it must act to ensure that people have sufficient food and water and access to health care services and basic education, etc., etc. So government should at least be doing more, even if it can't do its best. Mark, thank you for sharing those thoughts with us. Mark Hayward, editor of The Maverick Citizen.